Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever in the world. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode seven of the Digital Marketing Revolution podcast, and I'm your MC, Ivan Tamilkov. I'm really excited, uh, guys, to talk about video marketing in this particular podcast, and I have the phenomenal storyteller, Amanda Ashinger, joining us here shortly to talk about the opportunities behind video and video marketing, video production. She is a mastermind behind video storytelling. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and turn things over to her. And I will see you guys on the backside. Um, I'm excited to have Amanda Ashinger on the show today. And Amanda, hello. Can you go ahead and uh, introduce yep. yourself and tell us a little bit about your company and your background? Sure. Uh, I have launched the, this current company, Solstice Productions, in 1997. Um, I had just gotten married. And my husband and I spent all the money that we got for our wedding um, producing a play in Hollywood. We were living in LA. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Yes. So we decided that we needed a, we should just do it under a company and start a company, um, needed a company name. And his birthday is the summer solstice. We got married on the winter solstice, so we called it Solstice Productions. And solstice is the... Uh, uh, turning point of the year and turning points are what stories are all about right so, so we thought that it worked well for us and I've been working um, in video production since about 2000 so uh, video equipment had was very expensive when we first started and had started coming down in price by about 2000 um, so at that point we invested in video equipment and taught ourselves how to use it and uh, didn't have a look back. Okay, okay. So it was kind of learn, learn as you go, trial and error a little bit, but uh, following the passion ultimately, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. we, we know how to tell stories. So, um, so we thought, well, we can, do, we can learn video. The hard part's telling the story. We can learn the video part, the technology part. And um, I think that it's really served us well because the technology from 2000 until 2015 the technology has changed drastically and changes almost every year. So, um, so keeping that core of storytelling, that, that's what we started with, that's what we maintain today, and uh, we think that that's really the most important thing because you can learn the technology. But that, you, you know it, you can learn it, or, or you don't. And if you don't, then you, you don't produce effective pieces. Okay, okay. Uh, so the next question that I wanted to ask you, you know, that I think I think this might be a little too common, but still, uh, figured you have some great input on is, you know, what advice can you give uh, marketers and companies that are interested in exploring video for marketing purposes? Um, you know, what? Well, first of all, if you're not using video for marketing purposes, you really need to start uh, because your competition is, and. Um, People just, they remember things better. Uh, they say that people remember, have a 70% recall of things that they see on video as opposed to maybe a 10% recall on something that they've read. They will pass it on. Um, I just read recently that Facebook um, is going to, they think that Facebook is going to surpass YouTube for brand videos this year because you can mm -hmm. upload straight to Facebook and people have a tendency to share more. 
Um, so if you have a Facebook page, if you're using social media, um, I would definitely recommend that you are using video on it uh, because it, it's instead of reaching one person, you might be reaching ten or fifty. Um, sure. That's it's, it's a powerful tool. It it's been a powerful tool for a long time, and um, every year the numbers just get bigger, just get higher. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that is the 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 expanded exposure and and the reach. I think is really really big, and I think you kind of hit the nail on the head when you mentioned that, you know, your competition's doing it. So you know, video isn't anything that's new. It's been done for a while now, and then uh, as a brand, you need to figure out ways how how to tell your story through video uh, to where it's more interactive. So, and that brings me to the next question: that you know, how do stories really retrofit within the video realm? Can you? maybe dive in and get a little bit more granular in terms of the storytelling aspect behind video? Yeah, we start every client relationship. We start with, um, you know, tell me your story. I start with, with pre-production where I'll have them tell me their story. And a lot of times this, their story um, to them is in a bunch of different pieces. They serve all these different markets. They have all these different product lines um, or services. Uh, you know, it's it's rare to find a business, so sometimes with a solopreneur, but typically it's rare to find a business that really has one distinct story that they tell. I think that's starting to change a little bit. I think people are more mm -hmm. aware working with brand, um, it, you know, with, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word, brand consultants, that type of thing, people who sure. can help them craft that. But when you're living in it every day, it's hard to step back and see what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, that's the first thing that we do, so that I can compile all that information. Then the second question is, who is your audience? So who's gonna who's gonna watch the piece, right? And that could be your you can use video for different purposes. This is a marketing um, podcast, right? So for marketing purposes, your audiences are going to be your customer base, mostly, um, your referral partners, uh, ideally, mm -hmm. and um, and your employees, your salespeople. It helps when they have a consistent message as well. So, you know, so those are your audiences. And then the next thing is, what do you want your audience to do when they finish watching the video, right? So what's the goal? And um, it's really important that you take a look at those things. What's the story that I'm currently telling? Who is my audience? And what do I want my audience to do after they see this video? And then we can take a look back and say, okay, does the story that you're currently telling help? Um, achieve right. that goal or right. does it not and if it doesn't then what are the elements of that story that will achieve that goal sure so, so there's a lot of creative thinking involved behind the storytelling aspect and being able to, to determine what really resonates with your audience right yeah and that's the big this is this is just the very beginning right before the camera ever rolls this is the work that's done um, but yeah there is because you know you could if we meet and we might talk for an hour, an hour and a half, and talk about my business and my stories. There's a well, nobody wants to watch a 90-minute documentary about Solstice Productions. Um, although maybe I could make one that they would want to watch. But anyway, <laughs> let's just say, let's just say that nobody wants to watch that, right? So I have to find a way to condense my story down to two to three minutes, right? And there's the real challenge, and there's where the um, bringing in an expert, whether it's simply a writer or it's a full production team who can help you distill that 
hour and a half or even longer. I have clients who meet with their prospects for a full day in order to explain everything that's in there. Sure. Um, and, uh, and we're condensing a full day worth of content into a four-minute piece for them right now. And they may want additional pieces. They may need additional pieces to, to supplement that. But it's important that you get that first message across in that three, two, I'd say two to three minutes is really ideal. Under five is necessary um, so that you are getting that result that you're looking for. So sure. you can keep the audience there and get that result that you're looking for. Sure. So it's very, I think what you were, you were stating too, if I understood it correctly, is just that it's very detail-oriented. It requires a lot of coordination and, you know, a lot of creative thinking in terms of the content, right? The story that you want to share with your audience. And as you mentioned, yes. sometimes it might take a full day, you know, just to come up with that information and then figure out ways how to distill that down and, you know, trim it and make it uh, efficient in terms of presentation within the video. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So we'll, our process is, and just to make it real simple, our process is um, about uh, 10 hours of discovery work which is just getting to know the client, seeing the messages that they're putting out, taking tours of their business, that sort of thing. Um, and then we'll usually do a five to ten hour shoot with most clients. It's a five, between a five and a ten hour shoot. We'll come back with one to two hours of footage off of that shoot. And then it'll take another two to three days to turn that into a two to three minute script. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's a very sort of a comprehensive process, if you would, and I, I think the fact that you shared that I think is extremely helpful for, for the listeners as well to kind of, you know, gain a visual of how comprehensive really the entire storytelling aspect of video can be, but ultimately how much more beneficial that could be uh, from a marketing perspective when you're trying to reach your audience. Because as you mentioned, is this, you know, it has much, much higher merit and, and video captures a much larger audience. Um, therefore giving brands the opportunity to share their story to um, a larger audience. So um, the next question I wanted to ask, you know, is there anything else that in terms of video, video production, video marketing that you'd like to share with, with the listeners? Uh, someone, for example, that's just starting out maybe with video or they're thinking about, you know, a video marketing campaign. You know, what are some of the things that they need to consider, um, you know, prior to engaging in a video campaign? Uh, right now I am, and this has been for about the last year, um, I, I've really been recommending to a lot of clients that they think about the consumption habits of their audience. Uh, and what do I mean by that? What I mean is that when people find a piece of content that they like, they'll have a tendency to watch a second and a third piece of content that's related. So, and a great example is Netflix, right? So I watched eight hours of broad church over the course <laughs> dead. <laughs> All right. Wow, that's intense. <laughs> it's just intense, but it was really good. So and that's the way we're used to consuming our content now. It's at our fingertips and we can watch more than one um, more than one episode if you will or more than one piece. Well people do the same thing when they're online, right? So if you are thinking about a, a lot of businesses could very easily produce a 10 to 30 minute video and it, and it would include valuable information for their audiences but people wouldn't watch it because they would see that it's 10 minutes long or 30 minutes long and they would say I don't have the time for that right sure. however if they produced that 10 to 30 minutes in 
five to ten two-minute pieces, people might spend, would very likely spend at least four to five minutes with their content, right? Because they will watch the one that they're interested in. So let me, let's give an example. So you're a uh, marketing consultant, digital strategist. So let's say that all I really want to know about right now is how to improve my SEO. So I, I see that you have a video about how to improve your SEO, and I think that's exactly what I need, and it's 90 seconds long. Perfect. I have time for that. So I watch it. Um, I watch it, and I learn some great things. And then I see that you have another video that's how to improve your, your company Facebook page. And I think, oh, you know, if I'm going to improve my SEO, I really should improve my company Facebook page. So I watch that one, too. So now I've just spent three to four minutes with you, um, where if you would have just put up a five to ten minute piece, I probably would have said, oh, I don't have five to ten minutes right now. So, and the, the great thing about, we're calling it video snacking, mm -hmm. right? You uh -huh. taste one and then you want to taste another one. Sure. So the, th the great thing about that is that it can really bring that initial investment in video down to a, a, a reasonable per minute price. So video, we used to talk about video in terms of per minute cost and we used to say, that the rule of thumb is $1,000 for a finished minute. It's completely untrue. All right? I don't know why mm -hmm. we said that. It's kind of true, sure. but it's, it's completely untrue now. Um, the, the investment in video, it just depends on how detailed that video is. But the per minute cost can come down drastically when you take your full day and you get your two hours of footage and you turn your two hours of footage into 15 minutes of content of seven separate pieces and um, then your per finished minute cost has come down dramatically because that full shoot day and all that prep time you were paying for that anyway it, whether you hire somebody or you do it in house right because even if you do it in house you're pulling people away from something else you're asking them to learn something new so it actually takes three times longer or four or eight, ten times longer mm -hmm. than it would had you hired somebody um, so and you're paying them to do that work right so it costs you money no matter what so right. if you can bring that per finish minute cost down by thinking strategically about, okay, I have uh, these five core services that I'm really promoting right now, so let's just do the five videos, right? Let's just do them all at once. Well, it's a lot, it is much more cost efficient, first of all, which I like. I think that's good for clients. Right. Um, but the other thing is that it's a lot more effective because people who watch video A, they might also like video D, right? And so yeah. now you're letting them choose what they want to see about your business. You're not over overwhelming people with too much information, make it hard for them to um, understand and remember what was in your pieces. And uh, you're making it very easy to start do either a social media campaign or an email marketing campaign. Um, you know, something like that, or put them in sales presentations and to really be able to choose or use it at a trade show booth in an interactive touchscreen. Um, you're making it very easy for you to do those things as well. And those are all places you should be using video. Absolutely. I think one of the things that you made a very valid point earlier is, is that the attention span of the average consumer is much shorter. As a matter of fact, is at least half, and half the time is what it used to be. So from a content consumption standpoint, as is... I think that's really where video is beneficial to where you do have to sort of, you know, cram all this information in a shorter time period so, you know, your potential prospect, your audience can absorb that information much quicker. Um, yes. 
because ultimately, like you mentioned in the, in the early days, right, where videos were, you know, so long, you know, uh, people people's attention span was a little bit longer. But now, is the consumer is very segmented. They almost know what they what they want right away. So if you don't present it to them in a cohesive fashion, then you might lose their interest rather quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, we're recommending it because it works well on the strategy. It works well. It meets the consumption habits of your audience, and it's important to pay attention to that. Uh, and it's going to ultimately help your SEO as well because you're going to label each of these videos with where you are solving the specific problem of the moment for that client, and that's going to help you. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's that's a very good point there too. So. Um, the next question I wanted to ask you, I mean, I think this was a lot of valuable information that, that you shared in terms of video marketing. Uh, personally, I know that I feel like I've turned a completely new page in terms of video, and I think the listeners will actually find that information helpful as well in terms of applying it to their own companies and, and brands. Um, the last question that I wanted to ask you is, you know, how can people reach you out there on the interwebs? You know, where can they find you? Sure. We are um, solsticeproductionsvideo.com, so S-O-L-S-T-I-C-E, productionsvideo.com, or you can find me on LinkedIn at Amanda Ashinger, it's A-S-C-H-I-N-G-E-R, and we're on Facebook as well, so, and Twitter, too, so yeah, you can find, you should be able to find. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I just had to ask the question, you know, is this it's a, uh, these days in this modern digital age is, you know, how can we best reach you? So uh, make sure that, you know, all that info is also included within the, the transcript and the description of the podcast so people can reach out to you if they have any needs for video marketing. Amanda, it was a pleasure having you on the show. I think you've shared a lot of great information um, on the video side. Uh, so thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. All right, so there you have it, guys. Uh, That was a powerful interview with Amanda Ashinger from Solstice Productions, talking about video, video marketing, video production, the necessities behind it, and uh, some of the fundamentals, how to get started. I think that was a great wealth of information that hopefully all of you guys can Take into account and utilize it within your own marketing endeavors. And with that being said, I'm really, really excited about episode eight of the Digital Marketing Revolution podcast coming up next week. Um, have a really big doozy for you guys that's going to talk about lead nurturing and, and business and the ability to generate leads online. So make sure you... Come and check out the next episode. If for some reason this particular episode didn't catch your liking, then I truly hope that you'll come back for the next episode. And with that being said, you've been listening to episode 7 of the Digital Marketing Revolution podcast. And I was your MC, Ivan Temokov. Hopefully you truly enjoyed all the information and there were some takeaways from it. Until next time, guys. See you later.